So tonight, as you know, we are doing testimonies, and the way we are going to do this is we're going to follow the structure that we learned last week from Psalm 107. From Psalm 107. I'm just going to read the first three verses and then remind you of the pattern. So the first three verses of Psalm 107 go like this. Page 487, if you're, you're a learner, you want to read along. That's page 487, Psalm 107. The first three verses go like this. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those he redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. And so tonight, you as the redeemed of the Lord are going to say so. You're going to say what God has done for you. And we learned last week that there are four testimonies in Psalm 107, and they each follow a pattern of, wow, we were in deep trouble, and then God did this amazing thing, and we get to say thank you to God. That's the pattern that happens again and again in Psalm 107. And at verse 32, it says, let them, that is the people who have testimony, let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. You see, when you have a testimony, when you've been in deep weeds and God's done something for you, you have the joy and the obligation to tell it, to say it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, says the psalmist. Don't just sit on this. If God's done something in your life, you've got to tell people about it. And that's our opportunity tonight. And so the way we're going to do this is this way. Each of you has uh, paper and pen, and you can write on, use the Bible or a hymnal, and use that card and write out a testimony from this year following this example. These, this is our template. These are our three things. that were. Where were you? So I was in August deeply struggling. I didn't know. I, it was new. I was going to be, everything was going to be new. I was overwhelmed. I prayed for a roommate. That's just, uh, Lord, just give me a decent roommate. And God gave me a great roommate. Like, he went above and beyond. My roommate is awesome. Thank you, God, for a great roommate. All right? Can be something like that. Uh, I was injured in the fall, and I lost my athletic season, and I thought I was going to lose my spring, but God healed me over time. I was able to compete, and it looks like I will be able to return in the fall and have a great full athletic season. Thank you, God. And it could be that you're still in the, God really hasn't answered this whole prayer in the way that I wanted him to stage. So it could be that your testimony is something like, there's been a something that I've been struggling with for a long time. And God hasn't lifted this struggle, but he's brought people in my life who are walking with me through it. Thank you, God. So take some time, and when you're ready, we invite you to come up to one of the microphones, and all you have to do to raise it is just squeeze it, put it up, put it down, all right? Put it so that it's like directly toward your mouth, so you know it's not like that, it's not like this, all right? So aim it for your mouth. So just read your testimony, and then you can drop your pen and your testimony in the basket. And if you're like, I have a testimony, uh, I'm not the public speaker, but I'd be perfectly comfortable if someone else read my testimony, then you can put it in this basket, right here in the center, and one of the worship leaders will take your testimony and read it. And if you're like, I've got a testimony, but I'd rather it not be said out loud in front of everybody, you can put it in this basket, okay? So, we encourage you to read your testimony here or at the far mic, drop the pen and the testimony in the basket. If you're like, read it, but I don't wanna do that, put it here, and if you're like, shh, put it here, <laughs> okay? So, our hope is that we don't have a whole lot in here because you really feel comfortable saying, this is what God did and I'm pretty stoked about it, and I really need people to know, all right? So, we're all clear on the directions? Okay. So start writing your testimony. Whenever you're ready, come on up to the microphones and let us say what God has done for us.
first time I felt the presence of God was at Calvin College. I've been a Christian my whole life, but uh, I felt his unique loving presence for the first time my freshman year in the prayer room of Schultz Eldersfeld. Um, and now I've spent four years here and there's been ups and downs and I've been far from God and I've been close to God and everywhere in between. Um, in this senior year, God has felt very distant, or maybe I've been distant from him. I don't really know. Um, one of my religion professors promised me that every day um, the Holy Spirit pulls the world a little closer to the new creation. Um, and I still find hope in that. Um, so I was in uh, a religion classroom, and God spoke to me through a professor. I say thank you for the hope of what's yet to come. my story would start at the beginning of this past year in August. Um, my church back home where my dad is a pastor was going through a lot of turmoil and conflict. Um, and a lot of it was directed against him and my mom. Um, so that's been hard throughout the year. And there was going to be a meeting at the church in the end of February of this year um, where people were going to basically just like bring up stuff that they had issues with my parents. Um, and so I felt like I needed to pray about that a lot and other people I was inviting to pray about that. Um, and so I was in a prayer room in NVDub. I've been praying for a long time about this meeting, just not sure what God was gonna do with it all. Um, but as I was praying, I just suddenly was overwhelmed with this joy um, and at first I was a little bit like, God, is that you? Um, <laughs> and then I realized, like, it was. And so I was jumping up and down, and I was just, like, singing spontaneously about how great God is. Um, and the words came to mind, let's rejoice that God is victorious. 
And I realized that that joy we can have no matter what. Because no matter what we're going through, whether it's tasks, academics, finances, hurt, and personal relationships, God does have the victory ultimately. God's kingdom is coming. Um, he's already conquered it, conquered all that evil. And so I felt like I should write those words up on the wall in chalk. Um, so I grabbed the piece of chalk and I wrote out, let's rejoice that God is victorious. And when I came to the S, I wrote that and um, the, my phone rang and it was my parents. So that was just like God's stamp for me to remember that. Um, and stuff at the church is still really rotten um, by all appearances, but we can hope and we can rejoice in God's victory. I came into this year with a nice neat plan for my life. In January, God said, that's a nice plan you have there. Be a shame if something were to happen to it. <laughs> Commence primary ignition. And it disappeared like the planet Alderaan. <laughs> for the, so for the last four months, I've been re I had to reevaluate my life. I've been wrestling with God and my relationship with him. What it actually means as a Christian here at Calvin. And I'm here as an unresolved story. I don't know how this is going to end, but I do know one thing. God has been working in my life. The oxen of his plan so, are very, very slow, but like we as the earth just have to be patient. take core that's cool uh, get those credits out of the way um, so this spring I registered for CAS 145 intro to film and media and Geert Hedebrai my prof is just like the goat and I think that he's just one of the main factors that inspired me to change my major to film and media and hopefully just be able to spread and share God's word through the art of documentary filmmaking When surrounded by a lot of people that I don't know, I've always had trouble making new friends. And I was worried going into my freshman year here that something similar would happen. But God has helped me to find many people who I can feel comfortable around and just find great friendships. And for this, I thank God. Amen. distance and apathy from God since I graduated high school um, and through no ability of my own and through no doing of my own I'm careless and lazy and reckless he woke me up and he put joy in my heart for him and all I can say is God is good
into this year as a sophomore, I still had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and I felt the pressure of finding a major because if I wanted to finish college on time, I needed to know what I was doing. And through um, great classes and wonderful professors and really deep conversations with friends and mentors um, and with God himself, he clearly revealed his plan for my life and I am incredibly thankful for that. My freshman year, last year, um, I came into college really excited um, to make friends and um, I made friends and but I felt lost and I didn't know who I was. Um, and coming into this year, uh, God put a fantastic roommate and a couple of fantastic people um, who I were friends with last year but became super close with this year and I just thank God every day for them because my life completely changed this year. Thank you, God. Um, in the spring semester, wait, no, in the fall semester, um, I was living in like a lot of disappointment of like, I'm disappointed in this person or that person or myself especially. And um, God just continues to teach me and has taught me that the only person, the only one I should be waiting expectantly for is him. So amen to that and thank you, God. This year it sucks like the um if can I say that? If frankly, if you're black, gay, and a Christian, I would say don't come here. It's financially draining, it's politically draining, spiritually, um, politically, and I'm exhausted. But if God tells you you do what she wants, um, I don't even want to be up here. <laughs> like this is lame, this is cheesy, I don't have anything to good to say. But um if she tells you do it, you can cry, you can shout, but at the end of the day you should do it. Um I'm tired of going to health services in Bruni, but at the end of the day I'm hopeful. Let's hope that's not my own peace, that's not my own. Mm -hmm. And it's not about me. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day. God kind of reminds me that she's here with me and she's got some great people for me to meet. And the spirit of Sava Lord is upon me and I thank her.
this year has been the greatest example of that so far, but it's been progressively improving all three years I've been here at Calvin, that I, after high school, I was completely, I was not emotionally or mentally ready to be in the world. I, I was completely dependent on my parents for everything, and and God has just gifted me with all three years I've been here. God has gifted me with um, um, personal growth. To, and he's kept reassuring me every day that I can and will make something of my life. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I struggled with depression. And at the peak of that depression, I wondered, is life really worth going on? I was never good at anything. Upward head. Furthermore, I had a parent, I had my father expected me to be like an A plus student and just be good at everything. And I prayed to God, would you be mad at me if I killed myself? But then God, I finally felt his comfort for the first time in my life and I just felt the feeling just waiting a little bit longer. I came to Calvin and there I met me grow to be what I am today. I'm not only thankful for them, but I'm also thankful for God that I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Amen. The beginning of the year, I was arrogant and thought I was in control. So God gave me mono three days before soccer season started and taught me that there's power in weakness and that love was made perfect in Jesus' suffering, not in his amazing acts, but in his death and resurrection. Praise be to God for shedding his precious blood for us. little plastic wind-up toys. I started uh, Calvin College four years ago getting out of bed every day like one of those little plastic wind-up toys. 
And every day I would get up and like turn it up a little bit and go out and run, 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 and run until my strength and my passion wore out. Um, and watching God over these four years tenderly, gently, and firmly take apart every single part of that little wind-up toy and start to put it back together again has made me fall in love with him so deeply that <laughs> I really don't have words for it sometimes. Um, but friends, he's good. He's good, and, um, and his peace truly does pass understanding. And <laughs> he's calling me out to do some things that are going to take a heck of a lot more than a wind-up toy. <laughs> has inside of it um <laughs> said hannah i want you to move uh move far away to a new place uh getting married in a few months i said jesus that's a lifelong commitment he said child i know he's like but you made one to me and uh and i'm gonna be with you every step of the way um so yeah Praise and glory be to God. <laughs> He's our father. He's our friend. He's our constant companion. Um, and he's so much more. And over four years of learning, uh, the most valuable thing that I've known is, is God himself. Paul says, <laughs> like, I'm this, 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 and this, but, like, I count that all as rubbish compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I hold that verse near and dear to my heart, and I thank him for it. So praise God.
so many of my prayers that I had. Um, at one point, I got some news that I did not expect, but he surrounded me with so many people that prayed for me. I have an amazing Barnabas team for friends, um, and they just like surrounded me and um, were there for me when I didn't know what was next. And then they were there for me when I got really amazing news. Um, so praise God for them. Yes, the, about the first two months of the semester were really rough for me. Um, there was a lot of just fear um, that I knew was based in lies. I knew it was completely irrational, but no matter what I tried to do, I just couldn't quite shake it. Um, and God was so faithful to every time where I felt like I was at the lowest point of that time, um, remind me of his faithfulness and just fill me up with his presence and show me who it was, or show me who he was, sorry. But each time, it sort of felt like the exodus where God performs this miracle and Pharaoh says, okay, you can go. And then all of a sudden, something happens and his heart is hardened and like, back to oppression. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of rough saying like, okay, is this finally the time it's over? Is this finally the time it's over? Because I knew God would deliver me. I wasn't exactly sure when. Um, so come to about spring break time. And just within like a week, God just did thing after thing after thing after thing. And there was finally an exodus. Um, and it was so awesome just to see him move during that week. And after that, the words that David wrote in Psalm 34 so resonated with me. It says, I cried to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my fears. Um, and what was so cool about that is most of it came not through addressing the lies or changing my thinking as much as it came from him revealing his goodness and his overwhelming wonder in such wonderful ways that everything else just grew strangely dim. Um, so I just thank God for his faithfulness, for his reckless pursuit of me, especially through that time, um, the way that even through it, he invited me to build stronger convictions and to fight for truth that I wasn't seen in my life, that I wasn't um, able to get from anything but faith in Him. It's a really awesome time of growth, but also seeing Him in ways that I could not hope to do. So, um, about a week and a half into the semester, I broke my foot in the stupidest way possible. Ask anybody who's heard the story, it is the stupidest way possible. Um, I went to the ER, um, got the pain taken care of, was headed into surgery the next day, which is in itself a kind of miracle, um, because usually you have to schedule surgeries a while out. Um, and so I was totally convinced I was going to class the next day because I was on the medicine and all. Um, and I woke up at five the next morning in the worst pain I've ever been in in my life, um, and just kind of started to understand that I not only was I not going, going to class that day, I was not going to class for a while, and it was going to be a real rough couple of weeks. Um, and even when I didn't know I needed help, my, my friends and my RA and my floor mates had already decided how to watch out for me and uh, take care of me during what would be a really, really tough 48 hours of really intense pain. Um, and God provided for my mom to be able to fly out to be with me during the surgery and just, just my floor mates were incredible in sitting with me and praying with me and um, making me laugh and just being there while I slept um, and tried to heal. And God is good. And sometimes you don't recognize him, that he's been there. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing, so thank God.
So I graduated a year and a half ago, and I've been working since then. And there were times in this past year, especially in December and January, when I was struggling to find joy in the work, partially because I just felt like it was hard, and I wasn't sure whether what I was doing was going to work. And I went to a conference that took place in the chapel Undercroft and got um, asked for prayer for just my job. And a woman there who was older and wiser than I was um, reminded me that joy is something that comes from the Lord. It's not something that we conjure up, which is what I was trying to do at my job, conjure up joy. But it's something that God, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's something that God wants to give us, something God wants to give me. And I just appreciate she said very clearly, um, and I have a certain number of years commitment to stay at my current job. She said to me, Daniel, God does not want you to go to work for the next X number of years and not have joy. And that's just such a truth that it, since she said that, it's just been really helpful for me to remember that my joy comes from the Lord. So thank you, Lord, for joy. junior year and I was really um, unsure of my major and that was really scary for me, scary for me because I'm very type A and I like to have everything planned out and to be so far into my college career and not even know if I'm in the right major was really scary for me but um, I was really glad when like I just like got into my classes more and I realized that the major I'm in fits my personality really well and I'm really excited to have a job after next year when I graduate. I guess, and I, I 
barely had five meals God sent a friend of mine to go check up on me and uh, make sure it's going right and uh, make sure that where it's going, it was going to the and everything. And I just really appreciate that. provide for me and that has been a promise that I have leaned on my whole life but never more than this year um, which has had its ups and downs but ultimately been amazing because of God's provision he's given me friends and mentors whose words have guided me and joy in stressful situations and a lot more growth than I ever would have expected so I'm thankful for God's provision <laughs> I prayed for God to take me from that sea to let me stand on the solid ground. Instead, he walked out to me walking up on the water. He calmed the storm, but also reminded me that my place is not upon the waters. I thank God that he not only hears my cry of distress and answers, but that he answers on his terms and not mine, and in the way I need. I know the storms of life will keep coming, but I also know God will always be with me, and that He will always be with us. I thank God for His presence. Mm -hmm. Are so brave, and I'm just so proud of you. 
group hug. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is take, uh, take these testimonies and this basket in particular that we, uh, we're not going to read out loud tonight, and we're going to put them on the windows in the campus ministry's office so that when you're walking by, uh, you can just read them and take advantage. And if you have a testimony that wasn't read tonight, uh, you get to tell it to somebody like in person, like quietly to someone you know and love. So you don't have to stand up here, but you are commissioned to tell it to someone before you go to bed tonight. You have to say what was on your piece of paper, all right? That's your job. And then we'll put them up in campus ministry. So on your way to and from the library, hypothetically, you may be going to the library, um, stop in. And if, uh, if I'm in there, my door is open, I will give you chocolate. Uh, so read testimonies, get chocolate, win-win. Be a good thing. So that's what we're going to do with that. Um, and I'm going to pray, and, uh, and then we're going to sing. <laughs>